0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 1025, Why It's Important to Distinguish Between Burnout and Depression, by Dr. Jenny Brockus of DrJennyBrockus.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host here, and welcome to the Saturday edition. Of course, I'm here every single day, including weekends and holidays. And uh, we're gonna jump right in now as we hear from Dr. Jenny and optimize your life. Why It's Important to Distinguish Between Burnout and Depression by Dr. Jenny Brockus of DrJennyBrockus.com. I've had many people share that they have had burnout. I've had many people share that they've experienced episodes of depression. I've also heard how those who believe they have burnout were told by their employer they are depressed, and those who believe themselves to be depressed told they are suffering from burnout. Confusion reigns, and the symptoms of each are very similar. But there is a difference, and the reason this is important is because the management of each differs. Depression. It's a leading cause of disability globally. One in five adult Australians is at risk of developing a mental health disorder in any given 12 months. In corporate Australia, the statistics are even worse, with one study reporting one in three workers from across a range of industries is suffering from some form of mental illness. Of these, 36% were diagnosed with depression. had anxiety, and 31% were suffering from unsustainable work stress. The diagnosis of depression is made by a health practitioner based on a history of long and sustained intense low mood that may also be accompanied by suicidal ideation, disturbed sleep, appetite, and loss of energy. It can be associated with life events or personal factors. It may have a familial component and is more common in chronic worriers, those with self-esteem, perfectionists, and those who take a more negative view on life. Burnout was reclassified by the World Health Organization in 2019 as an occupational syndrome resulting from exposure to chronic, unmitigated work stress, resulting in extreme physical and emotional exhaustion, cynicism, and reduced performance. It is estimated that 5-7% to of the working population are affected. The biggest red flags to your risk of burnout include being a perfectionist and or workaholic, while early research also found that those identified as being most psychologically sound, competent, and resilient had a higher risk of burning out compared to those with less robust constitutions. Diligence, competence, and emotional stability does not necessarily provide protection. There are three components to the development of burnout. One, overwork is the biggest menace, especially when it has been embraced into being the norm for a workplace culture. The pressure of always working, not being able to switch off, feeling exhausted from the perpetual task of continuing to deliver without the reward of pausing to celebrate completion is dangerous. While burnout is one outcome, death from overwork, called karoshi by the Japanese, is associated with a higher risk of heart attack, stroke, or suicide. Two, increasing frustration with the growing sense that you're missing out on the other important aspects of your life, like being able to attend your children's sports day, or being able to get to the dentist, taking an aging parent to a doctor's appointment, or even to get to the shops. This can lead to a growing indifference to what you do. Those in the caring professions feel less empathetic to the needs of their clients and begin to actively dislike work, lowering their level of contribution and commitment. And 3. Despair eventuates when there appears to be no end in sight to the monotony where each day brings dread and increasing difficulty in managing tasks which would normally be handled without any problem. Sleep disturbance, loss of appetite, headaches, and extreme fatigue make every day a trial. The two can coexist. Depression does not cause burnout. Burnout does not cause depression. They do, however, not infrequently overlap, which is where confusion can arise. Similarly, anxiety and panic disorder can also coexist with burnout. In the management of depression, an antidepressant may be prescribed for moderate to severe cases. Psychological intervention is frequently recommended because the journey to recovery can take time, and it's important to ensure the person with depression remains safe and has sufficient support. Time away from work may be considered if necessary, but many people with diagnosed depression are able to continue working. With burnout, this may entail a significant amount of time away from work during the recovery phase to allow energy levels to be restored and the psychological components dealt with. This is the time to address overwork and other job-related stresses, including toxic relationships with colleagues or the boss. Both may also include stress management strategies, resilience training, and cognitive behavioral therapy. When burnout becomes contagious. We all handle our different stressors differently. There is no right or wrong here. However, while burnout is frequently described as what affects an individual, the reality may be that an underlying workplace pressure cooker environment is putting susceptible individuals at risk, especially if the leader themselves is under excess work stress, with their maladaptive behaviors resulting in increased mental distress and stress in others. Self-care is imperative, meaning assuming self-responsibility and granting permission to put into place those aspects of lifestyle that are supportive of your well-being. But if the prevailing wind around you is one of negativity and pessimism, it's hard to stay on track no matter how many yoga classes you attend or loaves of sourdough bread you make. Nurturing a positive workplace environment keeps everyone safe. This is where effective leadership comes into its own. In addition to promoting mental well-being and psychological safety, having a burnout prevention strategy reduces the risk of losing competent and capable staff. It boosts resilience and self-awareness and creates a culture founded on care, empathy, and encouragement. Burnout and depression are not necessarily one and the same. Both are destructive to well-being, and both need to be addressed and preferably prevented by having a mental well-being and burnout prevention strategy in place. You just listened to the post titled Why It's Important to Distinguish Between Burnout and Depression by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockes.com. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And a big thank you to Dr. Jenny for providing us with this post today. As a keynote speaker, Dr. Jenny has presented to and worked with thousands of people to empower them to cultivate their own thriving mind. What gets her out of bed in the morning is the opportunity to impact someone else's world, seeing that spark of insight in their eyes when they see what they can do for themselves. As a voracious reader and prolific writer, She continues to indulge her curiosity and has just published her fourth book titled Thriving Mind, How to Cultivate a Good Life. And as a board-certified lifestyle medicine physician and best-selling author, her vision is to enable everyone to be a happy, thriving human. Her site is definitely worth checking out. She's got so much to offer there. You can just come by drjennybrockus.com to see it all. And that's gonna do it for today. I thank you for joining me for this weekend edition of OSD. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.